What is up, guys? How's it going? Ryan here, back with another episode of No Content Podcast with uh, co-producer, co-host, co-director, co-editor, Pixel. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Hey, how's it going, man? <sighs> going good, man. Going good. Um, you know, I just wanted to PSA this really quick because um, a lot of people are asking me about it, but um, my internet was so bad so bad last week um that mm -hmm. the audio was even scuffed in the recording i messed up the rec so usually we record this podcast oh, no. audio and on top of it we stream it live on twitch unfortunately mm -hmm. though um they were both scuffed i i totally messed up i was so tired last week i was running on like very little sleep and stuff like that and so i just messed it up so i do apologize for anyone who missed it but i was like i was like thinking of like mentioning it to you and then i was like you know what like whatever <laughs> like you know what i mean like we're not doing we're not gonna redo like the whole episode and stuff like that like you know what i mean like it just doesn't feel like yeah. as authentic like as genuine like forget it like it's it's fine don't worry about it like let's just move on so unfortunately guys you can listen to that podcast episode it is on um our um or on, i should say on my twitch page but the audio is pretty scuffed. <laughs> so 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 keep so keep that in mind. Uh so keep that in mind as well. Just, you know, just just FYI on that. But Dude, uh, that really but sucks. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is, you know. We're we're scuffed for a reason, you know. Um <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Uh there was no content in the podcast anyway, per our, you know, agreement and talking True. standpoint. Um I did want to kind of go over a couple, like one a couple things that have happened on Twitch and then we can, I know that you wanted to talk about some stuff as well. Um, and some of this mm -hmm. stuff is probably going to be repeat from like last episode, but it's fine. Cause Pepe laugh. No one knows Pepe laugh. So um, <laughs> I guess just kind of jumping into it. First of all, I just wanted to throw this out there. I think we talked about this last on last uh, episode, but you and I are both in quarantine again, technically. And I know that we weren't right. going to talk about COVID unless there was an update on COVID and stuff like that. Because, you know, I feel like every week it's just become like a COVID like news alert policy. But yeah, we're both back in quarantine. Um, it's not as harsh as it was, though, from my understanding, at least not down here. But uh, basically for me, at least, um, they were allowing people to eat inside and stuff like that. And now they're not allowing you to do that. Um, they were allowing like a 30% occupancy. Um, but down here, they've made it so that you can only eat outside. Uh, it's to-go stuff. I believe malls are closed again. Um, I believe, and I don't know how harshly the malls are closed too, by the way. That's like a qu big question mark. I heard from my mm -hmm. Pokemon Go group that you are still allowed to go to the outdoor malls and walk around. Just all the shops are closed. So mm -hmm. apparently people were doing that during Pokemon Go. Um, I believe movie theaters are closed again, right? And yep, they, they are. Yeah. And a handful of other things are closed. But I mean, it's not like a full quarantine again, but it is definitely reverted back to, let's say, I don't know, a few months ago, maybe. Yeah, we're back kind of where we started. Yeah, kind of in a way, minus the work thing, I think, because, you know, I think workplaces are still open, right? Uh, Yeah, I'd say for the most. I mean, yeah. a fair chunk of it, I'd say, is still open. I know in your area it might be a little bit more harsher. I don't I don't know about ours, to be honest. Um, it's honestly like the about the same. Okay. Yeah. It, it's about the same, but like I know there's plans to actually change one of our streets. They're actually going to close traffic off to it and then create that entire like outdoor area into um, dining space and just like walking around. So. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they already did that in our in in my city too. 
yeah yeah uh, so it's like a cool yeah. idea I like yeah that. i think that's really great it it's really weird though like i i i hope i don't know how well it's i hope it's not like abused i guess is what i'm trying to like get at is like so in my downtown area which is um uh, straight out of something from like the 1800s or whatever they have like a circle in the middle and like this park and stuff like that it's a very famous like kind of area i guess in southern california uh mm-hmm. they closed off all the streets and once a year on labor day weekend they have this thing called the street fair where they close off basically like two mile two square miles and it, and all the shops open up and they serve food out in the streets and stuff like that and that's pretty much what they did uh nowadays like uh, like right now during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, is that it's fine, but it's caused a massive pileup of traffic because uh, yeah. this intersects between two main streets, pretty two major streets in my city. But on top of that as well, uh, I went down there, and uh, at least for me in my county, it's a twenty five hundred dollar fine if you don't if you're not wearing a mask uh, out wow. in public. But uh, I went I went down there, dude, and it was something straight out of Pleasantville. So I went I went down there. Really quick, because two reasons. One, I needed to run an errand somewhere really quickly. And then two, uh, I was just going around picking up Pokemon Go stops because the area is like very... (laughs) And I'm in my car. I'm driving around. You know what I mean? I'm not getting out of my car at least, right? But this looked straight out of Pleasantville, dude. Like everyone was like outside. Like obviously the streets were barricaded. So like everyone's like in the streets. There was like no social distancing. Everyone's like eating their food. Like there's like multiple bars there. They're drinking mm. their beers, like walking around. Like it's contained within the circle. So they're allowing people to even walk around with their alcohol, which I think is very strange when it's not during the fair time. Yeah. And these dudes were like, not, no one was wearing a mask. No one was social distancing. So it's like, okay, these, that's great that these places are open, but I don't know. It felt weird, dude. And, uh, I, oh, yeah. I will say there were a, handful of police or security i guess i don't even really know if they were police that were going around like yelling at people to put on their masks which was Mm -hmm. good but i I don't know man it it felt like really weird you know oh yeah they're gonna take advantage of it for sure like you know they 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 abuse the rule that you know you don't have to have a mask on if you're eating so if you're like walking around and eating oh you don't have to have a mask on yeah so like yeah it's 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 totally taking advantage of the situation, and I think that they need to clamp down on that. They need to say like, if you're gonna eat, you gotta stay in one spot. You have to do social distance, right? And just like, if you just follow that, you're good. But if you're walking around carrying a drumstick, oh, like a turkey drumstick, and then <laughs> chomping on it, like, no, that's not that's not cool. Yeah. So that was what I was exactly gonna get at too. Is that you know, so there you have these people, no masks on, and then co- like cops or whatever are coming around saying like, hey, put your mask on, and they like hold up their beer, like. Hey, I have a beer. I'm drinking this, but like you know, people are gonna just nurse that anyway until they have to go home. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's it's really stupid or whatever. It's really dumb, and I I, I wish that people would take it a, a little bit more serious. I don't know what it is, man, about our country and wearing masks. Like these people gotta like go to Japan for like mm-hmm. for like two seconds or whatever. You know what I mean? Like in Japan or whatever, they have like a bunch of like people wearing masks all the time. Like it's a normal thing when it's like outside of a pandemic. Like it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? So like yeah. it makes me wonder all the time, like why is this such a big deal for like for like it's, NA or something like that? It's just it's, it's very so, strange to me. It's so many reasons. It's like conspiracy theorists. It's people that are like, no, it's my freedom to not wear a mask. And it just it's a combination of all of these factors of people like not wanting to be controlled and all that. Right. That they're smarter than others. Yeah. That they only care about themselves. Yeah. It's 
entirely selfish and ignorant. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I think just for me in general, it's like, I don't like wearing it and, um, I don't prefer to wear it. Obviously, like it's something that like I don't care for, but at the same time, it's like, I'll just do it. And I think at the same time, it's kind of nice for me because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we like it makes me not want to be out for a long time, which is probably the reason why they're making everyone wear masks, too. Mm hmm. Like, yeah, I can't totally. wear that thing for, like, more than, like, two hours before I get pissed off at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, it gets uncomfortable um, after a while, but I'm like, you know what? If, uh, if I need to do it, I do it. Oh, yeah. It's well, just, yeah, for yeah. sure. But I'm just saying, like, it also probably helps me because it's, like, one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm not going to be out long time. Because for me, it's like, oh, this <laughs> sucks. Like, I'm just going to go back or whatever. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just wear a mask. It's not that big of a – I don't think it's that big of a deal, to be honest, yeah. or whatever. But um, the, I don't know. This whole thing this whole thing would have been over already, like, if <clears throat> everybody just wore masks from the, from the beginning. Yeah. Like, it would it, we, it would be an afterthought. We'd be, like, fully open, yeah. like, back in offices, yeah. having coughing parties and being completely <laughs> safe. True. Like, True. Like, that's all you needed to do. Yeah. I, I feel like the the problem with, like, I feel like the problem with everything was that, um, at least for me, this is, like, just my opinion on it or whatever, um, is, like, they should have made the quarantine, like, super, super strict, like, almost to the point of, like, yeah. Italy's restriction. Because the problem with me that I had was, like, just personally was just, like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be, like, a two-week thing. And then, like, a week and a half would go by, and they're, like, psych, it's going on for three more weeks. And it was, like, psych, it's going on for two more. And they kept extending mm-hmm. and extending it. And I think by then, like, people were just kind of over it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And one of my friends who's, like, uh, she's, like, a, she's, like, a dietitianary person uh, at, like, a hospital and stuff like that, she, like, tells people... um, she like you know she tells she was telling me like a pretty good example of it right like if someone comes in and they need to like cut back on their sugar intake right and you tell mm-hmm. this person like okay you can uh we're gonna put you on like a super restrictive diet for like four weeks or like two weeks where you can like never eat sugar again or you can't eat sugar for two weeks they would probably be like oh that sucks but it's only like two weeks right so they'll probably do mm-hmm. it right but then if you tell that person like hey you can never eat sugar again and we're not sure when it's gonna, when you're going to be able to eat sugar um just keep doing it until we tell you to stop like most people are gonna like break that dietary habit you know what i mean sure. uh, and i feel like that's could be like i know it's like a bad kind of a weird example but i thought it was a pretty interesting example like if we kind of just told people like look people we got to go into quarantine for like three weeks or four weeks it's mandatory this is all that's going to happen like get prepared get Mm -hmm. ready like you will get fined or you will get in trouble for doing this people would be like oh man this sucks but giving people saying to people hey we're going into lockdown we're going Mm -hmm. to quarantine i don't know when this is going to come like i don't know when we're going to be able to get out like i think these people got over it i think that's a lot of it too is like like just people it's going to get harder and harder progressively if we keep going back into quarantine because people are just not going to care you know yeah yeah, one of the big problems uh, from the beginning was the, like, patchwork system of, like, laws put in place, like, mm-hmm. guidelines. Every state was different. Everybody was doing different things. Every city was doing something different. Yeah. And that caused us to just, like, have hot spots. Like, one place would be okay, but another wouldn't be. And so it caused the spread of it. It encouraged the spread. Right. And, yeah, like, if we cl- clamped down hard for, like, two months this never would have been an issue. Like, yeah, you're totally right. Like yeah. if people just like just grin and bared it for like two months, well, we would have been fine. Right. And you know, there was a lot of morale in the beginning. Like we were like, yeah, we're going to take care of this. We're going to like 
you know, do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, we just got tired of it. We just kind of lost that morale. Right. And we don't, I don't, I don't feel like America has enough willpower to like struggle through another few months of this. Yeah. And then like, obviously like other political stuff happened, uh, right. With like George Floyd and black lives matter movement, which like got people outside as well for like a good cause, obviously. But then I feel like that also gave people who like, didn't really care about the cause, like an excuse, right? Like, Oh, I'm, I'm going out because these people are going out. You know what I mean? I'm like taking advantage of it. And then we had like 4th of July and people went out still and like all this type of stuff, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's so, so dumb, (laughs) but I don't know, man. I just wish people would like stay inside for like a little bit more (laughs) and then we'd be Mm -hmm. okay. You know what I mean? Like everything would be fine or whatever, but then it's like, uh, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, But I I think another problem, in my opinion at least, is that like unfortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, our country's really big. (laughs) Like I feel like it's easier to lock down a country like that's small. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's like Mm -hmm. kind of a little bit smaller. Like it just seems like it's way we're too big of a country to lock down. It's so hard to get us like all on the same board. Like you know what I mean? Like let's say like ninety percent of the country locks down. Like ten percent of the population is like eh, screw it. Like that's still a huge population, right? That's like that's Mm -hmm. bigger than some countries. That's like eh, no, we're not going to do this. We're too cool for locking down. So like. I don't know, man. But uh, wear your mask, people, when you go out. (laughs) It's not that big of an issue. Yeah, just wear it, put it on, bear with the uncomfortableness, because you know what? Yeah. That ventilator is not going to be any more comfortable. Yeah. And uh, for anyone who says that, like, they're pretty healthy and they don't think they can get it and stuff like that, uh, that's not true. Uh, I've had some people who get it. Actually, I personally, I'll let you guys know how it goes on the podcast, but uh, I'll let you guys know. But I'm actually probably going to get a... um, I will probably be getting a antibody test. I think I had it. <laughs> so I think I had COVID back in like January. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had some friends going from Seattle or came from Seattle beforehand and visited. And then uh, they went back. And then I was suffering for about a week, week and a half mm-hmm. with a really bad like flu-like symptoms. But they were bad. Like they were bad. Like I felt like I was going to die. Mm. And, um, you know, it has been reported that COVID's actually been in our country earlier than we, we, we previously thought. You know what I mean? So That's I actually true. might have had it um, already. I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to go take the antibody test soon. I think it's free. <laughs> hopefully hopefully it's free. Um, no, I, think, I think it is. I think it so. is free. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure about, like, your location. But, like, yeah. um, you can get tested for free. Um, and it just takes Should a while. Should I just come to, up to your location and get tested? I, you probably could, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we'll go out and wear masks together and hang out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. High five. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, moving on from the COVID updates or whatever, um, I kind of wanted to talk really quickly, and this is going to segue into, like, I guess, the big Twitch announcement that happened today. But I, I did want to talk about, um, apparently they changed emote uploading on Twitch. Which mm-hmm. I thought this was um, this is something we talked about last week, but obviously that episode's lost. So I wanted to kind of bring it up again. But uh, um, there's a couple of things. But um, if you guys didn't know, um, when you currently upload an emote to Twitch, um, you need to have it in three sizes. I believe it's one twelve by one twelve, fifty six by six fifty six, and what's the last one? Like twenty four by twenty four. 
28 by 20 okay 28 by 28 got it um that has changed now and i don't know what twitch engineers did but they made it so that you only now need to upload a 112 by 112 emote size which is Mm -hmm. super nice um so you will no longer need to ask your emote artists for like all three sizes and stuff like that uh you will only need the 112 by 112 um uh emo and then i guess it just downscales itself i guess yes okay um there is one plus to having mm-hmm. all three sizes. You still can do it. There's actually like a little advanced tab mm-hmm. that you can click, and it'll give you the option to upload all three sizes. It's because okay. um, Twitch uses a specific like downscaling algorithm, ah. so your emote may look different using Twitch's downscaling rather than like a specific oh. specific downscaling in like Photoshop, for instance interesting so like, okay so you so probably so you have that's good then that's really good then i didn't know that um so you have both options that's pretty nice actually yes. yeah so like yeah out of photoshop i think you have at least like three different options depending on like how you want to downscale it okay. like um so it may look better with one option so you might want to give it a shot and see uh what works better for you nice nice so I mean, yeah, that's just like a really quick PSA for all like emote artists that listen to our podcast or any affiliates or whatever. Just keep that in mind that that is an option. You may still want to ask for all three, but, uh, you know, it's something that uh, is, you know, pretty cool. Uh, and I was not really announced uh, until recently, but I think I heard about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know what it is with Twitch, but like they'll release a feature. We'll notice it on this podcast first, and then we'll get a tweet like three days later. For example, like they just tweeted out like yesterday the follower list thing, which we talked about like two episodes ago, which is like two We're weeks ago. Of the game. Yeah, apparently. Um, another thing <laughs> too um, that you only get notified if you are on your affiliate. If you go to your affiliate page or partner page, and then you go to emotes, you'll notice this. But uh, apparently, affiliates and partners now get instant emote approval. Um, so if you guys didn't know, when you uploaded an emote, you would need to wait about, um, I don't know, anywhere between one to four days, and the emotes would have to be approved manually. And nowadays, uh, now you do not have to wait those days. You can upload the emote, and within about instant, meaning about 20 minutes or so, uh, the emote should appear for you guys, which would be really cool. Maybe, um, I don't know, with affiliates, you only get like five emote slots, which really sucks. Um, I, I found out from my current emote or my current sub count that if I was a partner, I would have 10 emotes, which is oh, like wow. kind of feels bad, man. But, uh, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to, you know, get this and then being able to swap emotes out during like, I don't know, Christmas or something. So once again, artists out there or people, you know, trying to get into the emote game, uh, keep that in mind with affiliates that they have more opportunities to switch out emotes and stuff now. Um, there is a caveat to this though. There are some requirements that you need to hit. And strangely enough, I don't know if it was just because it had just been announced or it was so new, but at the time, apparently I wasn't in good standing with Twitch uh, in their affiliate program, or I didn't hit these requirements, or something happened. I don't know. Maybe it was just like super new and just hadn't taken into effect yet. But Mm -hmm. um, either way, you have to have streamed at least 60 days as an affiliate over a rolling two-year period. Uh, Days do not have to be sequential either, so you could stream in theory, what, like four times a month or something like that and hit this four or five times a month or so. Um, yeah, it's not bad. And hit this. Yeah. Um, so there is that. Um, yeah. Keep keep in mind that a day, uh, you can't start a stream at 
<laughs> p.m. and then stream till 12.01 a.m. the next day and end, and that counts as two days, okay? Just <laughs> throwing that out there. Uh, apparently, new affiliates cannot uh, new affiliates cannot count time prior to being an affiliate in the 60 unique days. So this starts right when you become an affiliate, so keep that in mind. So obviously, mm-hmm. right when you become an affiliate and you upload your emotes, obviously you're new to the game, you're new to the affiliate squad, whatever you want to call it, so you got to... You know, you got to work those 60 days, apparently. Um, also, within those 60 days, you can't have any TOS warning or suspension. You have not received a community guideline warning or suspension within the 60-day stream window and has not had an emote denied or removed within the rolling 60-day streaming window for one of the reasons listed in the community guidelines. And then also, this also applies to partners as well, so it's basically the same thing. But I thought that was pretty cool. You'll be able to get... Yeah instant emote access or approval or whatever you want to call it within a 60 day period uh you know as long as you've been good for 60 days or 60 streams i guess you should call it really that's really what it is you've been good for 60 streams but yeah, um, i mean that's fantastic i think that's like, great yeah yeah like imagine like remember when we used to have to wait a week to get a, an emote approved and if there was something wrong with it you'd have to like delete it and then reapprove it again like go through another week that was like, the that, yeah that was that happened to me yeah, that was that was absolutely the worst. Especially, um, what happened with me is that um, I only had I think two emote slots or one or two emote slots at the time, and then I got a huge massive influx of subs and I unlocked three emote slots. And then uh, we kind of revamped our emotes. So then we got five new emotes. Three of them shout out to you who made them, <laughs> um, and then others in the community made them and stuff like that. A couple others. But uh, it really sucked because then we re-uploaded those. And for like a week, everyone only had one emo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep, that, yep. that really sucked. For, and I felt so bad because I was like, people was like, <sighs> yeah, like why? <laughs> like this, this just really sucks. Like for a lot of people or whatever. I, was just, I felt so bad for my community. I was just like, oh man, <laughs> like they only have like one emote. Everyone's gift. I'm like, guys, the emotes are coming. Like every day is like, are the emotes here? Like, no, not yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry, yeah. not yet, not yet. Sorry, not yet. Like every single time, which is like, yeah, I remember. Ugh, yeah, I remember thinking to myself, like, I can upload a profile picture, and everybody can see that profile picture change immediately. Why can't they do this with emotes? And I'm like, come on, are you serious? Yeah, I mean, ought to be fair, it probably has something to do with like how often do people really see your profile picture compared to an email? Mm. You know. That's what I probably think it is. But uh, I will say this. Quarantine has made everything slower on Twitch when it comes to manual approval and stuff like that. Um, I uh, So uh, I can talk about this, but I applied for partnership about a month and a half, two months ago. I've heard nothing. Um, hmm. So uh, and Twitch has had like a 300% increase in viewership. So I'm not too surprised that that's the case and that it's taking them a while to like manually review that type of stuff. But it's like it's mm-hmm. taken a while, dude. So I feel like just everything's slower on Twitch. Like even getting my emotes approved or whatever uh, took like a really long time, like an incredibly yeah. long time. So we you know, we've talked about like um, how the Twitch viewership might actually drop again when school starts. And yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's the case anymore, because if schools don't reopen. Yeah. Then I think that Twitch viewership is still going to remain high. Uh, it really, it really depends. There, I think that it will drop, but I don't know by how significant of uh, an amount it will drop. Um, mm. I, I think, I think what you'll see, I think you will see some type of dip. Summer, summer and Christmas are always the best times. Summer and winter are always the best times for, uh, Twitch viewership, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that you will see a dip, 
uh, of viewership, but I don't know if it will be as substantial as we thought it once was yet because school will still be online and stuff like that. But, I mean, right. especially for the time that I stream, like, I stream around 9.30 p.m. PST to anywhere until, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. PST. It will definitely drop. Um, mm-hmm. For It will definitely – the viewership, I feel like, will definitely drop for me regardless if schools are back in or out or whatever because kids are still going to have to wake up, like, quote-unquote early to get to, like, online classes. Mm-hmm. Um but then also another reason why viewership usually sh- drops is because a lot of streamers go really ham with streaming during the summer and you see a burnout happen uh, mm. once school gets back in uh, as well, uh, as well as streamer or partnered streamers who maybe it's not their full time job. Maybe this is like a part time gig. Um, they go back to school, too, probably. So there's a couple yeah, of streamers true. that I know who are like, hey, just letting you guys know when September hits. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be online or, you know, on campus, but I'm taking a full work, work uh, school course again. So I'm going to have to focus on studying. I have to focus on, you know, going to virtual class or whatever it is. So I may not have the same stream schedule as I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that. So I think viewership might also drop because of that. But who knows, right? Yeah, who knows? Um, you're <laughs> right. I think it will drop a little bit because of all those reasons. I, I, it will drop a little bit. I don't know how much it, it will drop. I know right now the sections that are doing super well um, at this moment, though, uh, music is doing really, really well uh, on Twitch. Uh, the music section and the creative sections are doing very, very well. So all the, really? yeah, so all the like, basically, like I've said this before, we talked about this before on this podcast, but the the one, I guess, like section that's carrying Twitch right now, the keeping it still relevant is basically all the non-gaming sections. Like just chatting has had a three hundred percent growth year over year. That's incredible. And gaming on the site has gone down by like like twenty eight percent or something like that. So like really like and then like almost like eighty percent of new streams are just chatting. That is really interesting to me. Yeah. Like that's actually kind of cool because it's like Twitch has become a place for like just chatting and IRL stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it basically shows that like normies are getting into like Twitch. That That's what I think. <laughs> I think that's what it means to be honest. Um, I think that like a lot of people are coming to Twitch or hearing about mm-hmm. Twitch because of various reasons, X and Y. And then they're like, oh, they're like, the, like, let's, I mean, just look at just chatting. For example, it is consistently one of the top five, I would say easily top five categories on Twitch at all times. Like right now it's mm-hmm. number one. You know what I mean? And if these categories are like showing up or whatever, people are going to obviously flock to the highest uh, sections, right? And the highest games. Oh, yeah. If they're new to Twitch or whatever. So, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, uh, just chatting is just carrying Twitch at this point. Yeah. It, it, uh, it honestly, it really is or whatever. Uh, most gaming sections, to be honest, are down. Uh, Fortnite, mm. I believe, has a 40% decrease in viewership, and most other sections are just down by about like 20 to 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, you know, what also helps just chatting is it's just a very like inclusive channel, right? Like stream, like it's not uncommon to see like streamer goes to just chatting, like Tim, the Tatman or soda Poppin or Ms. Kiff or Pokemon or whoever stays there for a couple hours, mm-hmm. you know, gets tons of views or whatever. And then, okay. Game time. And then switch to a game, play for a couple hours. Okay. Back to just chatting. Like it's very inclusive of a category. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like anyone can be in that category. So I think that's also why it's like gotten so much viewership, right? 
that's probably that's probably why it's it's not it's yeah. maybe not just like people that are dedicated to just chatting but maybe just streamers who pop in and out of it because right. they just want to like chill with the community for a little while yeah like it's not uncommon for me to like go to just chatting and then see like seven to eight streamers that i follow or streamers i know who are streaming in that category right <clears throat> and then eventually trickle to other games or their own categories. So it's not surprising to me. But um but yeah. Um but you know, speaking of speaking. emotes and speaking of normies <sighs> Let me clear my throat really quick. We had a huge breaking news story uh to to talk about today. And this kind of came out of nowhere and I don't even know how to feel about it. I think we're going to, I think I'm mad. So um, random. But um, uh, the rapper Logic signed an exclusive deal to Twitch that was apparently worth seven figures. I don't know what that means. We don't know if that, we don't have any details on a lot of things. We don't have a de details on if this is multi-year, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know the exact number. If you guys don't know who Logic is, um, he is pretty much just a rapper who's come out with, the, I believe, like five albums um, and has like won a couple Grammys as well. So pretty normie dude. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> he he has streamed on Twitch before. Um, currently, when I I checked him out because I, I followed him, his last stream was December 19th of 2019, and he had 60,000 followers. Um, I was there for that stream where I believe he was just playing Mario Kart or something, and he had about 50,000 viewers. So, I mean, he's he's not, like, totally new to Twitch. He's not like, oh, what's Twitch? Like, I'm just going to sign with them. And if you guys mm -hmm. didn't know as well, Logic apparently also on tour plays, like, video games against his, like, audience. So he, like, invites oh, cool. people up from his audience. He'll play, like, Mario Kart. If they beat him, he'll, he'll give them, like, $10,000. And apparently on his last uh, tour, he was undefeated. <laughs> like, That's no, crazy. Like, no, no one beat him or whatever. So... Wow. Um, a couple of things that were kind of interesting about all this that I kind of want to talk, uh, you know, talk about before we kind of get into our opinions. But on Thursday, July sixteenth, so last week, uh, Logic officially announced. He said on Twitter, officially announcing my retirement with the release of No Pressure, executive produced by No ID, July twenty fourth. So he announced on July sixteenth that he would be retiring from at least professionally making music. Uh, his own music whatever that means right um from what i understand it could mean that he still produces beats or does music for fun but he is officially retiring because he just um had a newborn son mm. um and then today he announced that he's super excited to partner with twitch and, and that um he will be re streaming for the first time apparently uh, sometime tomorrow or apparently tomorrow at 5 p.m pst 8 p.m est um, where he is going to premiere his album, No Pressure, um, which is what he says is his final album. Um, so yeah, he's going to be doing uh, that, and then who knows what he's going to be doing after that. Um, apparently, the um, stream contract he has, from what I understand, I'll probably correct this later, is that he only has to stream like one day a week. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, wow. like so I don't think that's true. I haven't seen like anything really about that, but that's what I've heard is that it's only been like for like one one day a week or whatever. You know what I mean? That's just insane. Like a seven figure contract at once a week. That's he's making out like a bandit. Yeah. So that's insane. Like even if this was like a million bucks or whatever, you know what I mean? 
Um, like I, w- I would do it for like once a week or whatever. Heck, I'd do it for yeah. like five hundred a week if I only had to stream like once a week or whatever. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, I, I I don't really. I mean, so I mean, what's your whole take on this exactly? <clears throat> I mean, I'm not really much of a Logic fan. I don't really know him too well or any of his music. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of interesting that he is. He's a figure that appeals to people outside of Twitch that people aren't like, you know, completely like familiar with Twitch. So he might actually bridge the gap for, you know, normies to yeah. come onto Twitch, watch a stream, get recommended other streams, or, you know, it, you know, he can host a lot of other people. Right. And that then brings more viewers to the platform. Right. And I think this would be a really, this is a really interesting play by Twitch. Because it just makes people more aware of the platform. Right. Because not only is it like a figure in music coming to Twitch and doing whatever he wants to do, he is he he's kind of like an ambassador. Right. You know? To normies. He, he, exactly. Like right. people are just gonna come and just try and figure out what is this Twitch thing? What's going mm-hmm. on this website? I haven't heard of it. What is it? Is it like YouTube or something like that? And then they're just yeah. gonna come over and check out all these other stuff. It's gonna it's definitely going to make the platform grow. It's it. I, I wouldn't say it's like Fortnite levels of growth, but I think it's going to like it's going to make waves. People are going to notice this announcement. This is this is very this is actually kind of a big announcement because he is leaving music. He's right. not doing doing that anymore, and he's coming onto this platform. That in and of itself is noteworthy. Right. That's going to turn heads. And I think yeah. it's uh, it's an interesting play, and I, I don't know. I'm I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. I don't know if it's a good thing just yet because we've seen how exclusivity worked for Mixer for YouTube. It doesn't always work. Okay, to be fair, to be fair, um, we have seen exclusivity work for gamers. We have never seen exclusivity work for normies. Right, this is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of holding back on this one. I I totally agree with you. I don't think exclusivity like works at all. Like mm-hmm. we saw how it worked with like Mixer, and uh, but that was with once again other gamers with Ninja and Shroud. You know what I mean? Like this is like like imagine. I know it's never gonna happen, but they should probably do it. But wouldn't like what if like Guy Fieri, <laughs> right? Like the meme <laughs> of Twitch cooking was like I signed an exclusive deal to only stream my show on Twitch. Or like a new cooking show that's like exclusively like on Twitch, like that's kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this Very, this yeah. is logic, like a rapper. But I mean, we can't overlook the fact that, like, you know, I just looked it up: three point six million views on YouTube uh, on our subscribers on YouTube, averaging about uh, six uh, fifty million views per video. Our music video has six point seven million Instagram followers, um, two point four million uh, Twitter followers, and you're also talking about a guy who's maybe he'll do it part time. I don't know, but once again is going to be a full-time content creator. He's retiring from music. So there's right. also that kind of interesting thing to talk about too, whereas um, we'll see how that goes because he got a personality, he got branding, he got his fame from music. So I mm-hmm. could totally see him being like, hey, I'm partnering with Twitch to stream exclusively there. By the way, that's where you can see me do live performances music creation etc but he's claiming he's not going to do that he's mm-hmm. going to be gaming or he's going to be doing something else so that'd be like once again stupid example but if guy fieri was like hey exclusively streaming on twitch but guess what not gonna cook not gonna review food it's like huh? Mm-hmm. like what well, i don't know if you have that great of a personality for me to 
watch you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's yeah, kind of the yeah. weird thing about it too. Is like so I'm I'm very interested to see how he does, but I don't mm-hmm. know if he'll flop, quote unquote, because of I don't know. You know, because of whatever. Because of very true him being a normie or because of exclusivity deals. I think he would fail because he's not doing what he's known for, which will be interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I really hope that's not the case. I really hope that he does keep doing music because I think that's that's what he's good at. That's his his skill set. And to give that up and try to transition over to something like gaming, I don't know. It's it's it seems like a huge, huge risk. Um, yeah. More power to him if he you know, if he you know, makes it work, but I I still think that he needs to incorporate some music into this. Yeah. But, you know, who am I to say, like, what he should be doing with this stream? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think somebody um, also ran the numbers on this. Um, I can't find the tweet right now. That's what I was looking, looking up on my second monitor here. But someone did the math, and they said that even if they paid Logic, like, three to four million dollars, like, the amount of impressions this got in, like, advertisement and social media impressions and stuff and interviews that have been going on today has been well mm-hmm. over, like, I guess, like, ten million dollars worth. So even yeah. so, even if because he was like interviewed, they talked about it on like mainstream news today, like all this type of pr- free press, like YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, everything was blowing up, right? So even mm-hmm. if he comes on and he only ever gets five thousand views <laughs> for the rest of his like streaming career, whatever they paid him was like well worth just that initial like advertisement hype. Probably um, apparently, like, so you would be surprised how much money companies pay for advertisement. You know, if you put yep. a product out. I would say that half of the budget for that product is is advertising. Because, like, I, I don't know what it is, but they put so much stock into advertising a product because, you know, if the advertising doesn't get the word out there, their product doesn't mean jack. Right, you know? right. So they are not afraid to spend millions on an advertising campaign. I'm sure they spent millions redesigning Twitch's uh, branding. Right, yeah. You know, just like changing the colors around, changing the the measurements and the width of like you know the the glitch logo, yeah. like that that they're totally cool with spending millions doing that. So this is probably like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. So I mean, I'm really interested to see how his numbers uh, do. I'm kind of hopeful that it'll be good, <laughs> but it's just weird. Like I agree with you though that the exclusivity thing doesn't really work anymore, and um. Yeah, I, I I don't think that content creator or content company should necessarily be doing that or whatever um, anymore. Like at least buying content creators to go to like another platform or whatever. <clears throat> I think it also creates, um, I think it also creates artificial brand loyalty as well, which can be kind of dangerous or whatever. I talked about this a little bit, but I don't really know how much I personally like someone going to Facebook or someone going to YouTube. And obviously, you and I are adults and smart <laughs> uh, relatively smart at least for i speak to myself relatively smart but i don't know how much i like it that like um you know someone's going to facebook or youtube and then praising facebook and youtube for being way better oh man they're so much better they're so much better guys and then like after their contract ends they're like psych i just did it for the money baby but i couldn't tell you guys and then like going back to like going back to like um you know twitch or whatever right um right. i get it like content creators actors actresses anybody will take brand deals and stuff like that. And they may not like the product, but they're doing it for the money. But I think that when you have people like YouTubers or Twitch streamers or um, live stream content creators or Instagram people or whoever, um, you know, they 
social media people tend to have more passionate fans and their fans feel a little bit more connected to them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As if they really know the person or whatever. So I feel like that also is kind of a little misleading too. (laughs) You know what I mean? When they advertise Mm -hmm. like, oh, this this place is so much better than the competition. Yeah, everyone come over here and start streaming here or everyone just invest all of your time into this. Like, I don't know. So I just don't really like exclusivity deals because of that as well. Um, Yeah. There's like like a sort of like obligation to talk about your platform and how great it is because you're technically technically employed by them right yeah of course yeah any kind of like exclusivity is basically basically an employment contract Mm -hmm. same thing with twitch you know if you're here on this platform and you get an exclusivity contract like you you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you you don't want to ever like talk badly about the platform that you're on because you might lose that contract you might lose brand deals and all these other things so like yeah, you're going to have to, you know, say good things about the platform. And I feel like, yeah, if you didn't have a contract, you might be a little bit more, you know, free to say something about it. Right. To be a little bit more honest about the the problems and the issues that you have on the platform. Right. And uh, for whatever reason, too, you also have to talk about the fact that YouTube and um, Facebook and even Mixer before it died, they trended lower age by a lot. Um, I was watching Devin Nash talk about it on his stream, but apparently it's by a big margin, about 10 years. So the median age on hmm. Twitch is roughly about 23 to 25. Um, wow. But on YouTube, the median age of like the live stream viewers or even Facebook, surprisingly, was like 15 to 17, which are like, in my opinion, by my age and your age, still kids, right? Still very impressionable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like selling them that service or selling them that site, it's like, I don't know if I really like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm okay with that. But that's just really my that's just my opinion as well. A lot of boomers are on uh you know, boomers quote unquote are on uh are on Twitch or whatever. Um but yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Um I'm definitely gonna tune into I guess Logic Stream for a while. I jokingly tweeted out to him this morning too <laughs> that uh, you know, if you need, if, if Logic or anyone from Logic's management needs mods, I tweeted out this morning. I said, Hey yo, Logic, <laughs> if you need social need a solid Twitch mod, my Twitch username is the same as my Twitter na- Twitter username, I got you, fam. I was thinking of posting like my mod <laughs> link too, but I was like, nah, that's too much, that's too much. But I was like, Yeah, you know, just <laughs> shoot my shot, why not, right? Um yeah, jokingly. Not, but I know he already has like a mod team in place and stuff like that because he has streamed like before um but once again i'll probably mention it like one other time but he's scheduled to go live tomorrow 5 p.m pst 8 p.m est on tuesday july 21st just fyi for anyone who's listening to the podcast late the one thing i also kind of want to um talk about or whatever with this logic thing is that uh uh He's, it was really interesting. He said the other big draw for him to come to Twitch is Twitch's moderation. More generally, you more generally, and the way you can customize your stream chat to block any hate you might get from people just stopping in. I think it's a powerful platform that allows me to connect with my fans in the best possible way, in the safest way possible for someone in my position. You know, I believe him. I believe I him. Do believe that statement? You know, I tw- yeah, I yeah, I agree. Keep going. It's like, so like Twitch has all of these tools. We, we always talk about YouTube and how they have a complete lack of moderation tools. It's, it's honestly garbage. Um, and we have the ability to have bots in our chat. We have auto mod tools. We have chat logs, you know, first party chat logs that you can use. Yeah. So we have all of these things available on Twitch that 
just aren't available anywhere else. Yeah, and, and if so, we don't, ha- if we if you don't have it, we have like third party stuff. We have Chatty, we have Chatterino, right? We have mm-hmm. uh, all these other ways to customize stuff. We have third party tools that you can use to track people and stuff like that. Shouts to Commander Root, even though he got you know DMCA'd or whatever by Twitch. <laughs> we got the you know the Twitch stuff where you can look at mod swords and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to three Ventic and stuff for making those. So we, yeah, we, I do agree with them. So, you know, that was pretty cool that he said that. Cause I, I don't know. I, I think that's really true. It is really true. It's like, a, you know, it's kind of like the unsung heroes of a chat. Like, I don't know. I don't want to toot my horn too much, but like it, it, a good moderation team helps the stream become something that's better. You know, it's, it, it sets an example for the, the energy and the vibe of a chat of a stream and so, yeah, it's. I think all of this leads to just having a better and safer place to just have a stream and chill. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I tweeted out probably like a week or two ago or whatever. Like, I somehow got mod on a um, on a Twitch or YouTube channel, like out of nowhere, kind of. And we talked about it on this podcast, right? About mm-hmm. how those YouTube moderation tools suck. And we've also had a, a handful of people like tell us how the YouTube moderation sucks. But like, I just tweeted out like, you Twitch mods, like we have nothing to complain about. Like, you guys honestly don't know how good we have it. Like, it is garbage on YouTube. Like, it is absolutely <laughs> garbage. And the banning system is way too, in my opinion, is way too harsh on YouTube. One of the things I just recently learned is that if you, first of all, if you get banned on a YouTube plat, uh, on a YouTube uh, video uh, live stream, there's no way for you to appeal that ban, right? Um, mm-hmm. So you, you know. You can make us another account, sure, but that kind of sucks. But you also get banned from the whole YouTube channel. I didn't realize that. So if you just piss off a, a YouTube streamer one day and you get banned, you can no longer watch that person's YouTube videos. You can no longer, like, even just, like, not just the live stream, the YouTube videos of that channel, you can no longer watch or partake in. Apparently, mm-hmm. also, if your YouTube account is, which most of it is, is attached to your main Google suite, you will get limitations on those as well. So it's a huge yeah. deal to get banned on YouTube, and I didn't realize oh, yeah. that. And there's no way to get unbanned on YouTube because mods are not allowed to unban on YouTube live streams, as well as how the heck are you supposed to get in contact with the streamer anyway? There's no private messaging system or whispering system anyway to appeal those bans. So if you have like a rogue mod on YouTube, you'll never know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, do you remember when uh, Markiplier had that instance where like a ton of his viewers were banned yeah. on a stream for like spamming uh, like a vote yeah? Yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. And they got locked out of their out. accounts or something, right? Yeah, they, they 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 were like banned off of their own Gmail accounts. Like how, they couldn't even get into their own, you know, own email. It was insane. Like the amount of power that they have. It's 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 a totally unwieldy. It's mm-hmm. it's completely crazy that if you ban someone on YouTube, you lose access to Gmail. It's, yeah, it's completely like insane. Like that level of connection, you should never like connect your Gmail account to your YouTube account. I would actually create a separate one. <sighs> yeah, apparently I got a ton of separate ones too, so it's fine. But it's 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 ridiculous, man, and it's crazy to think that like yeah, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't even want to talk in the chat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, YouTube chat there. sucks anyway. So why would you want to chat in that or whatever? But yeah, that's uh, true. but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Like I said, once again, if you guys want to go check out Logic in a stream, it will be tomorrow, Tuesday, um, five p.m. Uh, five p.m. PST, eight p.m. EST, seven twenty one twenty twenty. He will be going over his new album that's apparently going to be released on the twenty fourth. So uh, you know, cool. go go. 
go check them out there, I guess. <laughs> uh, that is twitch.tv slash logic, by the way. Twitch.tv slash logic. Shocking that he, he he has that username. I know, chat. But uh, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, Twitch.tv slash logic. Twitter.com slash logic301. If you also want to follow his uh, Twitter, because why not? We'll, we'll throw that out or whatever. Uh, also, the dude has been like, the dude like only is in sub only mode. So good luck chatting in there too. <laughs> <laughs> So uh yeah that you know there there's all that or whatever but um but yeah anyway uh I know that you wanted to talk about some stuff so yeah, yeah like take it away sir pixel cool. actually take it away I need to go get water so take it away sure. <laughs> pretend that I'm still yeah. here and I will be back in 35 seconds hopefully <laughs> so okay. go for it man cool all right so uh full disclosure um I'm going to talk about a game called Ghost of Tsushima and I know someone who worked on this game so Full disclosure, you know, I'm I'm not biased or anything. I just wanted to mention that I know someone who worked on the game, and it's not coloring my opinion of it or in any way possible. Um, but recently, Ghost of Tsushima came out, and what's noteworthy about this, and this is really interesting, this is what I want to talk about. It got a perfect a perfect score on Famitsu. Famitsu is a Japanese publication. It is basically like the gaming publication in Japan is very 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 noteworthy and it got a perfect score from them and it's one of three from a western studio the others being uh skyrim and grand theft auto 5 but what's really interesting about this is that it's a game about uh japanese history and it's a game made by a western studio Mm -hmm. yeah i agree so a Japanese publication giving a perfect score to a Western studio making a game about Japanese history and getting a perfect score is like insane to me. Like that is actually incredible because like, I mean, you're going to be very, 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 very nitpicky about a game that looks at your own history and your own culture and your writing system and everything about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's incredible that they were able to, get all the details right where it mattered and then having to create like a fantastic gaming experience around that. Like, I think that is very impressive. How long does it take to beat this game? I actually don't know the playtime. Okay. Um, It's a, it's an open world game and I feel like it's very long. I feel like it's gotta be like above 50 hours. Crap. I was going to say, maybe I could borrow it from our friend or whatever. But uh, I probably can't if it's gonna be fifty hours. I gotta, str- I gotta stream, dude. <sighs> I can't, I can't Why be taking stream that because I don't want to. I don't like. Here's the thing, man. I don't like playing console games that are like. I don't like playing console games that um I don't really have like a big passion for because I just don't want to enter. Like I just don't want to entertain the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the times I'm just like playing to play, so I kind of like like playing games off stream a lot more. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, t- I totally get you. Um, I will be playing this game in a few days though, and I'm really excited to play. Yeah. Um, Are you gonna stream? I don't have a capture card, and oh, okay. I don't really want to get one. Got it. Yeah, which kind of sucks. Um, Can't you stream I'll, directly I'll... from the PS4? Yes, I could. <laughs> I don't know. I have a I have a pretty old PS4. Can you only do that with like PS4 Pro? Because like I think it's I think my PS4 is gonna struggle. No, wait, no. Hardware. I had a PS4 like in 2015 or 2016, and it was able to stream on Twitch. 
Really? Yes. Maybe maybe I'll give that a shot because I haven't tried it before and I kind of want to like know what it's like. Oh, true. Give us stream on PS4 and then let me know what you think of it. All right, yeah. And then that will be that will be like like, that will be like the next like I think it's under the share function, but do it do it and then we can see like what your thoughts are on the next podcast. Yeah, I kind of want to give a shot now, like because yeah. I'm I'm super interested. Like I do have like I have a wireless headset that I could probably connect to it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give a shot just All for right. like experimentation, yeah. just to like mess with it. Yeah, cool. So uh, yeah, finally, guys, Pixel will finally be streaming on Twitch. I know we've debated Soon. you for like the last like I don't know a hundred a hundred days or something. I don't know how long it's been. 100 weeks. It's not been that long. 60 something plus weeks or whatever, but that's twitch.tv pixel underscore pusher 101, right? Is that it? Boom. Yeah, yeah, go, follow, it. go follow Pixel, guys. Twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101. It might be the only time that he ever streams a game. Uh, you oh know, my god, it's going to be an in event. 2020, so it will be like an event, so just go follow him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, what what do you find intriguing about the game? Because I know for you, your gaming, um, like I guess like your gaming history is a lot different from mine, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, what what intrigues you about the game? Uh, unless you already went over that, then just give me like bullet points. But yeah, um, I haven't yet. I've okay. talked about like the culture within the game, um, the way the language and the mm-hmm. translations worked. Like it's very very intricate and detailed, mm-hmm. and they got pretty much everything correct. Like there's a lot of nuance to the language. Okay. And they were able to like work that in and have it be correct. Okay. Um, so it's in that regard, like it's very, very cool just to have everything just, you know, culturally accurate. But okay. for me, like I just think the game is absolutely beautiful. Like I have this thing against games that have this muted sort of um color palette. Um, if you look at Gears of War, for instance, mm. like everything is gray, right? Yeah. Everything's just shades of gray with like a pop of blue here and there. Um, but if you look at this game, it uses color like so beautifully, like mm. it has biomes that you go to. So the map is like comprised of like different areas where the look of the place is very visually distinct. Okay. And I think that's really cool. And I think like it uses these bright popping colors in a way that makes it look really really interesting and mm-hmm. cool rather than realistic now it, it looks believable but right. it doesn't look realistic if that makes sense yeah yeah um, no i get that because like real realistic games like are can be like a hit or miss or whatever and i still mm-hmm. feel weird when i play like you know those games that are like they're not really games but they're more like interactive movies Mm-hmm. I always yeah, feel yeah. like disconnected <laughs> when I play like those games where it's like actual humans playing. I don't know why. So I get what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like real oh, yeah. realistic is hard to pull off. And even then yeah. there's still like good animation. Like I guess Detroit become human. Like it's very, very good game. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's more like on the realistic side, but it's still very much like animated. So yeah, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it just looks gorgeous. I mean, it takes a lot from, um, historical samurai movies i don't know if you ever watch like kurosawa movies yeah. like seven samurai or like last samurai like with tom cruise yeah yeah that one too yeah. <laughs> wait really no no yeah no. I, don't think you, I don't think you touch that that one. movie is pretty sick <laughs> <laughs> no, i don't really watch samurai films that's once fun. again betraying no, my own japanese culture but uh yeah I, I i don't even know who kurosawa is or who'd you say 
Kurosawa. Um, yeah. He's a Japanese I, I don't filmmaker. Know who he is. Oh, okay. Um, so Seven Samurai is one of the more famous movies. Uh, like, okay. So, so it's like totally long. It's like three and a half hours long. It's a crazy epic. Um, but the way the movie is shot, the way that like the aesthetic, they somehow built that into the game. They mm. actually have something called a Kurosawa mode where like oh, they really? turn the game black and white. And it looks like a samurai movie. Huh. You can just like um, take pictures and stuff like that, and create all these like cinematic yeah. moments and things like that. Um, it it takes away from the color in the game, which which kind of sucks. Mm. But I think that is what I'm like totally drawn to. I love it when a game stretches graphics visually and doing it in a way that's like really artistic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just you know going like crazy with all of these vibrant colors but still making it a world that's just like a place you want to live in i love that lush sort of color palette and i don't know that's just something that really draws me i know right. the combat's really cool i've heard that the combat's just really really slick it feels good like everything just feels powerful um and while that's really cool i love that stuff too mm-hmm. but if you just look at the screenshots people have made, it is stupidly gorgeous. It's absolutely amazing. All right. I mean, I, I legitimately have not, like, I knew the game came out, but, like, I legitimately have had no interest watching it. So, like, really? I yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it, it, I, it's, like, right now it's, like, a lot of people are streaming it. Like, I know that, but I've just had legitimately, like, almost no interest to, like, watch watch it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe I'll take a gander into, like, I don't know, maybe I'll take a gander into uh streams or whatever i don't know if how well is it how well it does as a streaming game but maybe i'll i'll take a look into it or whatever yeah. i just i think i think for me also is like i'm kind of like a history buff like mm-hmm. i love hearing stories of just any period in time like from 100 200 whatever however many years mm-hmm. in the past yeah and i love that sort of world building that that totally just appeals to me just because like i just think it's really cool to be like sucked back in time to this right. whole other world and live life in that world. Like, I think it's just really cool. Now here's my question, right? Does it use the rockstar model for gaming? And, uh, cause you know, I do not like that model, uh, of gaming. And, and I guess really quickly mm. for people who don't know what I mean is that I really do not like the fact that rockstar games are like this drive to some destination, you get there, you park your car or whatever, you get out, five-minute cutscene with just, uh, with, like, very, like, crappy storyline, in my opinion, or script writing, then it's <laughs> like, okay, now you need to drive, like, halfway across the map to this other place. And it's like, oh, okay, jump in there, drive halfway across the map while driving there and try not to, like, crash your car or, like, kill anyone or do any mm-hmm. type of, like, robberies or any fun stuff. There's, like, some NPC in the car, like, talking to you about stuff. And if you get to your destination too early, you have to, like, wait because if you go into the little circle, it starts a thing and then there's another cutscene and then yep. it starts up again. So, like, is it like that? Because I hate Rockstar games like that. Is it more of, like, a Skyrim or, like, an Oblivion type of game or whatever? It's more Skyrim. There, I believe there's fast travel. Okay, so good. <laughs> That's all I need to, to know. That's all I need to know. That's literally all I need to know. If it's not like Rockstar games, I'm good because I do not like the Rockstar format. I do. No, I find it. Me, yeah. I find it very poor. As long as it's not programmed like an Elder Scrolls game, we're good. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. I think I, I I'm with you in that camp. Like I hate having to spend time just like it's basically wasting time traveling from one place to another. Like it's cool. Mm. 
for a little bit, but it gets tedious when you have to keep doing it because right. I just feel like you're not getting anything out of it. Then. Yeah. So, so like when I when I play a game, there's a concept called a game loop, mm-hmm. and what that is is like if you want to figure out uh, what makes a game fun, you need to figure out like a mechanic and keep doing it for about thirty seconds. Right. And if that thirty second loop is fun and you keep, you can keep doing it over and over and over again, you've got a successful game. Like, yeah. But GTA breaks that mold because. You have something driving around and all this stuff going from place to place. That is not fun because those that that thirty second loop of driving around is tedious. It's just not yeah. fun. It feels more frustrating as well. That's one of the things I don't like. It like I, I find it more frustrating. Like if you've played Red Dead Redemption two lately, I hate those missions where you have to like gallop next to like some other dude on another horse while they're talking or whatever and like you mm-hmm. have to keep up with them because i'm focusing more on like trying to keep up with them or whatever rather than like hear their dialogue if you know what i'm talking about you know You're like yeah mm-hmm. so i, I know oh, you mean. Yeah. so i'm glad that it has like some type of fast travel or something like that that seems pretty good yeah yeah totally like i i don't know if i could deal with just having to just travel from place to place like it would look beautiful but after a while seeing like the same trees and stuff like that over and over again i would get so tired of it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah especially for me like it though like rockstar games are one of those games where like i don't do side quests because of that game loop where it's like yeah i just feel like i wasted 30 minutes on a quest or something like that or 15 minutes on a quest when like it added nothing to the game or something you know right like i i'm a completionist i love like mm-hmm. finishing a game and it's full like if i'm playing an rpg and i do side quests i want to do all the side quests right but if there's so many roadblocks in the way, then I just kind of lose interest. Right. Like I, I want to get to the end as fast as possible. Then I skip every single side quest. I'm like, don't even talk to me about your missing whatever. I'm just trying <laughs> to like do right. the main quest. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of how I feel too, or whatever. So I'm glad. Okay. So I'm glad the game is gonna be is gonna be like that. I'm glad. Um, I mean, so when are you getting the game? Um, it's in the mail. I should be getting it within like a few days, but, uh, nice. okay. yeah, to check the, uh, actual like confirmation. Okay. Okay. So then we'll, we'll plan to see a stream there once, once you got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I might actually tweet out for once and just like, be wow. Like, yeah, I know you re- I saw you retweet my tweet and that was like the first <laughs> thing that you ever tweeted out in like, I don't know, a long time. I forget you had a Twitter. I mean, that's how long it's been or whatever. Oh yeah, I got I got my Twitter back in like 2016. Like I that's when I actually started a Twitter. 2016. Yeah, I know. You started a Twitter and then I believe you either added me, like you would probably scroll back, but I think you added me or you DM'd me and you're like, "Hey, I'm the guy that you met at TwitchCon." Like I finally made a Twitter cuz I think I asked you at TwitchCon when we first met like, "Do you have a yeah. Twitter?" And then you were like, "No, I don't." And I think you like messaged me and you were like, "Hey, I'm getting a <laughs> I made a Twitter or something like that." Right. So, yeah. So for anyone listening on the podcast, because we've had a lot of new viewers in the podcast, for any of you guys who didn't don't know, um, Pixel and I got um, we met at TwitchCon. So, oh, no, it was me. I found the tweet. Hold on. Sorry. I scrolled. I did my my I scrolled back October 3rd, 2016. I guess you followed me then. And you said (laughs) I said Pixel Pixel Pusher PogChamp. You made a Twitter. Great meeting at TwitchCon. And you said, I know. Right. I got to get edumacated with the hash brown tags and sending those twits. Great to meet you, too, Kubo. Uh, and then I said, by the way, man, I'm up at, I'm, I'm up in LA at least once a month. If you ever want to meet up in the future for a drink, you said, sure, man, I'd love to. Just let me know when you're in town. 
and yeah. So if you guys, yeah, we did. <laughs> so if you got, yeah, and then we did. Uh, so if you guys don't know, Pixel and I met at TwitchCon 2016 uh, because we shared, I guess, the same community together, mm-hmm. and then we found out we live only about an hour away from each other, roughly, and then we became friends, and now here we are today in 2020. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, man, but that was really but awesome. yeah, and then I think a uh, a month later we met, I think it was less than a month then because it was like two weeks later we went to L.A. we got drinks and then two weeks later we went to BlizzCon. Yeah, it was yeah. like really like quick like how yeah. everything happens because I remember like, people were complaining about like TwitchCon and BlizzCon were too close to each other that year. Mm-hmm. It was like two weeks between each other or something. It was like yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, so you know you're actually going to use your Twitter. You know, um, you know, <laughs> amazing purpose. Yeah. For actual social media tweeting out purposes. The last tweet that you mentioned me in after my re, uh, you know, besides this retweet, by the way, is you literally retweeted something and added me in an Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch giveaway. <laughs> That's how often you use your Twitter, by the way. <laughs> I use it just to lurk. I just like literally That's dude. All I do. I yeah. follow people, and then I just look at the feed, and I'm like, I don't need to tell anybody anything. No one's going to listen anyway. Yeah, and then you literally, you the last time, and then the last time you ever used Twitter was um, October 6, 2018, where I said, found a random pixel pusher, and then you <laughs> responded, thanks for highlighting all my gray hairs. And that was literally <laughs> the last time we communicated on Twitter. So, you, yeah, I was surprised <laughs> that you tweeted me, you know what I mean? Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, yeah, so you like know that'll be average. a momentous occasion as well, where you actually use your Twitter to tweet out that you're going to be streaming it. Yeah, I know, right? That's kind of pretty amazing. People are people who follow me are be going to be like, "Who's this dude? Who's the like, hell is like, this like, guy?" Unfollow. Oh, dude, I feel like that all the time on Twitch. Like, I don't know what it is about Twitch, but we've been struggling to get over 5,300 followers. And every day, I'll come back to Twitch, and there's like one or two people have unfollowed me. Dude, that's and I'm like. What did I do? Like I don't know. Like, did you were you drunk one night and you were like, "Oh right, like I followed this idiot." Like my bad. I shouldn't have. Fo- I shouldn't have followed him or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But oh man, it feels bad. Feels bad, man. No, I, I honestly think I, I don't know what it is to be honest, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. People usually like follow. The thing is, people usually like whimsically follow, but then it's very weird to me that people like unfollow. You know what I mean? Because it's very easy to follow, but then like it's very, in my opinion, like. I'll come so this thing the people will follow me and then I'll come back the next day before I start my stream I'll open my dashboard up obviously and I'll, people have unfollowed that means they unfollowed me offline <laughs> right they didn't follow me once I went live which is which would make more sense so it's like they went through the trouble of like going to their profile like going to who they follow and like unfollowing me like that's even weirder to me yeah that's like I don't know it feels like there's really no reason to unfollow because mm-hmm. like all it does is just like fill up the following page, and I don't know if they follow like a thousand people or whatever, but like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels strange to just unfollow because it doesn't really. How many people do you follow, Pixel? Do you know? Uh, on Twitch. Yeah. Uh... Type in my chat right now. I can check. Boom! I made a command on my chatty. You're following 140 people. Oh really? Okay. I can. I literally have a site. Uh, shout out to the site, by the way, twitchfollowing.com and then slash whatever the username is. You can put in any username and you can see the people that they followed. And I can literally see your last, it, it goes in order too, by the way. Don't look at my following page. I'm no, looking at it. I'm judging your following page right <laughs> now, dude. We'll talk about it later. 
Um, yeah, and you, but I, I embedded it into my chatty program so I can see everyone who follows uh, and who they followed by just a click of a, a right click of a button. That's awesome. Yeah. So really I forgot cool. how many people I'm following, but I think it's like 600 or something. Good lord. Yeah, man, my Twitch account's old. I just never unfollow people. You know, so it is what it is. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to talk about when it comes to um, this game, but uh, but yeah, anything no, else that you wanted to add with add to it? Uh, I'm excited for your um, you know your stream as well. Yeah, I'm just excited to play it. True. <laughs> true, true. Fair enough. Um, anyway, though, I think that's it. We've been going for a really long time, and I told you pre-show that this was going to be a very short one because I didn't think we had anything to stream. But apparently we've been going for an hour 13, so I think this is probably a good time to call it. Yeah, yeah, I think it is a good time to call it. You know what? Next time we'll just say it's going to be a long stream, and maybe it'll be like a really short one. Yeah. I, I feel like whenever we do, like, we don't... I feel like last time... I'm kind of glad the last episode kind of screwed up because I felt like it was really short and we didn't really have much to talk about. So we were, it was, like, really hard to talk about things. Yeah, it's kind of rare that that happens. Like, I even yeah. got the uh, the news um, announcement of Microsoft's Flight Simulator. Which we need and to talk like, about again soon, so... Yeah, I guess when we hear more stuff about it, like, I just think that was a really cool, like, tech demo. Yeah, so no, for like, sure. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, though, uh, I guess that will be it for this episode of No Content. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Thanks, guys, for chilling, as always. Um, once again, j- I, I got to remember to make these announcements at the beginning of our stupid podcast because I keep forgetting. Once again, we do not take advertisement uh, money for this podcast, etc., or brand deals. But if you guys want to support us, follow us, uh, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo for myself. Uh, subscribe to me, uh, all that good stuff if you want to show support. I know that a handful of you have like uh, donated offline subs to us before in the past, so we do appreciate that. Uh, Pixel's apparently going to stream soon, soon, so twitch.tv pixel underscore pusher 101. Um, so yeah, go give him a follow as well. But uh, I think that's it. I think we're done. I think that's another episode in the bag, and hopefully my internet doesn't crap out again. So that would be great. But anyway, guys, until next time, we will catch you later. Take care. See you guys.